It didn't come from one person. Everybody said we had to step our game up. Our defense played their ass off in that second half. In um, our offense, we, we found a way. Man, I just want to thank everybody, man. Everybody on this team, man. We back. Sorry my language. Hey, get this man right here. Man, man, right here. Man. I know you're emotional. Man, one of y'all said the Chiefs were going to take it home this year. Not a single one. Feel that. Feel it. And on top of that, next time the Chiefs say something, put some respect on our name. I got bad news, Boston. You? That duo's not going anywhere. The Chiefs aren't going anywhere. You're stuck with more of that. No, this isn't even like me being the bad guy here today, Mego. It's just the Chiefs win. It's two and four years. There's going to be more. Travis Kelsey's going to pretend like the Chiefs were counted out. That was weird, right? Yo, very strange. You're going to have to hear from Patrick Mahomes and his Muppet voice. Like, you're, you're, you're stuck with that. For a long period of time. Not a single one. Feel that. Because that team's not going anywhere. That 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 was your hope. That was your opportunity. Mahomes gets knocked off. He loses a second Super Bowl. They don't even need Tyreek Hill. There's no chance they're they're catching the Patriots or in your face. And no, nope, you can kiss all that goodbye. And right on top of it, didn't even need Tyreek Hill. As they take down the Eagles in a very entertaining Super Bowl last night Up until in Arizona end. until the end so we can get to all that uh, it's Jones and Mego with Arcan we're here until six on a Monday with your phone call 617-779-7937 let's put that that officiating uh snafu if you will or at least controversial uh ref call last night with the defensive holding on James Bradbury let's put that to the side for a moment we'll get to it trust me because I know a lot of people want to weigh in but take a step back and look at the Chiefs are you okay that the Chiefs won again? Can you handle the Chiefs winning again? Because I, I know most people in this city can't. I know most people can't handle the Chiefs in their face, chasing the Patriots. Objects are closer in the rearview mirror than they may appear. I know most people in Boston can't handle it. I'm curious. Can you? I'm fine. I'm not a Patriots fan, so I'm, well, I'm you're, sitting you're an pretty. Eagles, like, you're I'm an Eagles fine. fan, as we learned yeah, last week. Yeah, I was. Week. Yes. Not anymore. No, I'm not, I'm not a fan of either of the teams, so I was just watching. I just wanted a good game, and for the most part, we got that. It was funny, though, because I got to be honest. I thought you were kind of making this up, this thing about Patriots fans being oh, no. insecure about uh, Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. I thought it was a bit of a construction on your part. And then I was up in Portland, Maine. How dare you? And I talked to two different random people just because, you know, going out to restaurants and stuff with my family. We were doing a little family weekend up there. All the city slickers came up from big city there <laughs> talking exactly. to us up in the to, bars there. To little city. And, yeah, I heard, you know, the football game came up. And I heard people, a couple different people say, like, oh, I just don't want to see Patrick Mahomes win. And I was like, why? I- and the sense was, I don't want anyone else to be really good. You know, yeah, we were elite for so long. I can't stand to see anybody else be really good. It's like, and I don't want to jump the gun on this. I don't, I still don't think Mahomes is a risk to overtake Brady for the number one spot or anything like that. I don't think this is the beginning of a seven ring run. I don't. But the fact that a second one and a second MVP has everybody so insecure, it's like grow up. Other teams are going to win for a while. Right. You'll be lucky if you get to go back there and win soon. Like, you'll be lucky. You won for a long time. Don't flip out because somebody else is really good. You're still the best. Relax. 
You still have the best, okay? Yeah, for, for now. You yeah, have yeah, the yeah. best. Yeah, for now, you have the best. Yeah, and the Chiefs are really good, and it's kind of in your face. Can you handle it? 617-779-7937. Not, not a Jones construct. I'm guilty of that. Trust me. I'm no, guilty of that. true. On like he a daily basis. Oh, yeah, it yeah, was yeah. these people just walking around talking and being like unprompted. Oh, like, and you're in, like, well, who do you want? And I was in Maine, like, well, I want the Eagles. Well, y'all like, painting with a pretty broad brush there, little lady. <laughs> in Maine, they'll just okay. they'll talk your face that off, was, too. That was a Mainer from like 1940. <laughs> they will just, they'll talk your face <laughs> off, What's too. What's that supposed to be? Because they just, they just, they won't shut up. Arkan, can we, can we handle the Chiefs winning? Can we handle um, it? Yeah, well, yes, but we'd be able to handle it a lot more if the Patriots were competitive. I don't think that was really about the Chiefs at all. The Chiefs are good and they're going to continue to be good, but if the Patriots were still in the conversation of the teams in the AFC, then you'd be able to say, well, yeah, you won again, Chiefs, but you're still not the Patriots. The Patriots are irrelevant. No one's talking about them. They're not really uh, considered much going into next season, no matter what they do. I don't think you know anybody has much uh, in terms of high hopes for them, and I think that's really what it's about. If they were still pl- a playoff team even, if they were playing in the division round, then you could say, hey, good job by the Chiefs, but the Patriots are still right there and they're never going away and whatever. The Patriots have gone away. That's what, that's what we're having a harder time with, I think, than the Chiefs or any other team team having success no it's it's just and you guys are both hinting at it it's it's jealousy and and the patriots for a long period of time and and look they are the greatest dynasty in sports right now uh certainly how about ever in the nfl right now they are but i've never said they can't get caught i've never said that you can't catch brady you can't catch belichick you can't catch the patriots like i used the lebron example last week Uh, people were like jordan's never going to get caught and lebron within 20 30 years has almost caught him and he might catch him and I know that's not Russell. I know that's not the most championships of all time, but work with me on it. Like, in 20, 30 years, you don't think anybody's going to make a run at the Patriots? You don't think anybody's going to make a run at Tom Brady or Bill Belichick? It's already happening. What do you mean it's never going to happen? It's already happening. So not only can I handle it, it's what I wanted. I, I want a team to make a good, honest run at the Patriots, and I want a debate. Right now, there's no debate. The Patriots are the greatest. Belichick is the most accomplished. There's some debate with him. And Brady is the greatest, and it's not close, and there's no point in debating it. It's not fun to debate, because there is no debate. So somebody make a good, honest run at him. It's what I wanted. And I like that fans are sensitive. I like that fans are defensive about it, because hopefully they start to put pressure on this organization to chase Kansas City and keep up with Kansas City, because Arkan's right. There's no buzz around this team. We discussed that a lot last week, and they're a million miles away from being a true championship contender. So channel that energy. And put it on ownership. Put it on Robert Kraft. Put it on Bill. Put it on Mac. Put it on the people who matter here so that you can be in the same shouting distance as Kansas City. And maybe you're you're standing in the way instead of hoping somebody like Philadelphia or Cincinnati or Buffalo takes them out. You can actually do something about it. But right now you can't because you're not even close. 617-779-7937. How about how? The Chiefs won last night. Can you handle that? Because there's a lot of belly aching about that, too. Let's hear the play-by-play here from Fox. This is James Bradbury, the defensive holding on Juju Smith-Schuster last night. Mahomes, pressure, lofting one, end zone incomplete. Juju Smith-Schuster couldn't catch up. There's a flag at the 10. Hang on, there's a penalty. He's got his left hand on his back. I don't know. Mike, listen, I think on this stage, I, I think you let him play. Obviously, Mahomes thought he saw it. I think... I don't know. I think you let him play, finish this thing out. I know he's got that right hand. I get it. I just, I just think in this moment, oh man, that is a game-altering penalty. 
So it was a weak call. I'll acknowledge all day it was a weak call. But it was a penalty. You, you didn't hear it in the clip there, but Pereira comes right in and it's like, oh yeah, it's a penalty. And we'll get to some of the, the Eagles' reaction after the game. It was a penalty. It was a weak penalty. Can you handle how the game was decided? Was the game decided on that call? You and I agree with this. Like, we hate having the ref discussion. And so I just want to be in a situation where we don't have to have the ref discussion. Right. You know, to sit there and blame the refs for the way that the game ended. I mean, y- you should really blame the players for making a stupid-ass hold that is... I get, But I, it comes back to they didn't call that the whole game, so there's a lack of consistency, and then probably at one of the most pivotal points of the game, I know that you feel like the Eagles probably weren't going to go back and score and... Well, make it a, a real response. I just don't think it's like people are like, oh, they stole the game from the Eagles. Well, the Chiefs were kicking a go-ahead field goal either way. So right. it's really about how much time Philadelphia was going to have. And we can get into it. But I, people are acting like it was a foregone conclusion. The Eagles were going to come back down and score. I don't know. They took forever to score all night long. They, they had all these long marching scores. I don't know that they're a quick strike team that's suited to get right down the field. So I just don't think it was like a slam dunk. The Eagles were going to march right back down and score. The Chiefs were scoring either way there. It's just a matter of the clock. That that was the only debate. I don't really think that they stole the game from the Eagles. They stole a cool ending from all the viewers. Like, yes. that's what it was. Like, yes. that's what pissed me off the most is that I wanted to see Jalen Hurts try and lead a touchdown drive. What do you have, eight seconds? Like, that's one play. They really didn't have a chance there. I wanted to see him at least try it. It's his first Super Bowl. He had a great game. I think he set a record for rushing yards. He, he tied a record for touchdowns, rushing touchdowns i got a little annoyed by all the rugby crap but we'll get to that later um but i wanted to at least see him do it i wanted to see that as a viewer i wanted to see that and the refs deprived me of that so i'm mad at them i don't think the philly really has uh that much of a leg to stand on because you're right it was a penalty but come on that was the only penalty in the secondary the entire game i think right it was a penalty but it, it i feel like it comes down to there's a reason that we don't have refing just by robot Right? Yep. Like, we don't have it just by camera. They have cameras all over the field. So there's a reason that we don't just, like, have this, the AI coming in or something. Part of it is probably that the technology is not completely advanced enough. But there's there's a certain feel that you We're have for the game. Right? And I guess you just, if somebody grabs a fistful of a jersey, like Bradbury did, and it's that important of a call, is it really worth it? I don't know. Here's the thing. I thought the Eagles got a good whistle all night, too, which is another reason why I don't think you can pile on. Never mind the the rugby first downs they were getting all night long. I thought the Eagles got basically every advantageous bang-bang call all night long. So this one goes against them, and everybody loses their mind, and it's in the bag for the Chiefs? Shut up. Every call went the Eagles' way all night long. They got a good whistle. Let's hear from the Eagles themselves. Can I hear from James Bradbury after the game, who was an adult about it? I mean, that's not up for my judgment, you know. I, I was hoping he would let it go, but of course, you know, he's a ref. He's a big game, um, and it was it was a hold, so they called it. You was, know what, a, was a hold. You know, I mean, good, good. on him. Good. If, if I were him, I would have said, the grass was so slippery. <laughs> I, I, it was my instinct to reach out and grab the I jersey. I've never seen slipping. that before, by the way. I would have <laughs> said, well, the ref stole the Super Bowl from us. Well, well, even though we couldn't stop Patrick Mahomes, we couldn't stop the Chiefs all night, and we had a 10-point lead. Well, the refs took it from us. Well, that's what I would have done. Well, can I hear Nick Sirianni after the game as well? Nick Sirianni uh, discussing the, the call that went against the Eagles. You know, I'm not, I'm not, it's not my job to, uh, you know, 
I mean, you'll see me on the sideline. I'm going to argue with different things of, of, of calls here and there, but it's not my job to make the call. You know, those guys got to do that in, in split second, um, you know, scenarios. Um, and so, you know, that's what he saw and he, and he called it. And so that's never it. I, I know it always appears to be that, you know, it's one call that makes it. It's not. It's not what it is, right? It, it's not what it is. There's, there's there's so many plays that contribute to the the end result of the game, and and, and today they were better than we were. Okay, so the Eagles aren't babies about it, are you? Is that is that another reason why you're upset about the Chiefs winning? Not just that the Chiefs won. Can you handle that? Question number one: six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. But can you handle how they won with that call? The refs getting involved. Again, 617-779-7937. Just real quick, Ryan, did I detect you shaking your head at me about all the calls going in the Eagles' favor? Yeah, everything except the Devontae Smith overturn call. Sorry, that's fair. I thought that was a pretty clear overturn. That but, was, it, was, but it was a catch. That did that did go against them. See, I, I didn't think the Goddard one was a catch. Uh, I didn't think the Devontae Smith one was. That's true. They, uh, they ended 100% up getting a catch. I don't know why we keep they ended up getting that properly. It's 2023, and we're still arguing over what a catch is. So it's every, I mean, what about this? Every call is an exaggeration. That the Chiefs could have had. Yeah, on and that, that and I getting think, it called incomplete. But that's a good example. I thought that, I thought that was that the right the, call. Yeah, I thought that was the, the right call. Direction. Eventually, but that went in the Eagles' direction. Thank you, Mego. I thought the Eagles got the benefit of the doubt on most calls. Most how about calls. Not, how about not every single call? You're right. The Devontae Smith one uh, ultimately went against. It was the right call. But it went against them. Uh, we'll get to all your feedback here. 617-779-7937. I do want to, well, of course, get into the legacy debate. Don't we have to get into the legacy debate? Patrick Mahomes, where does he stack up against the all-time greats? Yes, Tom Brady included. And where does he stack up against Tom Brady apples to apples at this age? Now that Mahomes, I'm sorry, won another Super Bowl and the Chiefs won another Super Bowl. And yes, that team is pretty good. That's not, up for talk show debate. What do you guys think? Not a dynasty yet, but pretty good. Uh, we'll get to all your feedback here coming up right after Trending with Christian Arkin. His talent is unquestioned. Patrick Mahomes, for me, is now in the conversation with Joe Montana, now in the conversation with Tom Brady, and no, he's not close to the GOAT yet. But when you look at the way this man plays the game, as opposed to the talent that anybody else has ever played it with, he's already the best we've ever seen. And now if he continues to stack hardware, stack wins, and stack more legacy games, he's going to be the greatest that has ever played. Even I'll acknowledge there's still a lot of stacking to do. But Mahomes is making a run up the all-time quarterback list. We'll rank them. Jones, Mego, Arkan. Where do we have Patrick Mahomes now that he has another Super Bowl? It's not a hypothetical Super Bowl anymore, like we discussed the last two weeks. It's another real one. I wanted it to be. Two Super Bowls, two MVPs, two Super Bowl MVPs. You wanted it to be a yeah. hypothetical one? Yeah, because I, I didn't want to sit here and have to listen to you gloat and put him in your top five. Have I been gloating? be like, oh... Patrick Mahomes is so amazing. I mean, he is. You're never you're gonna have to see Patrick Mahomes in the conference for I mean, the next ten years. Yes, you will, you will. At least you're, you're gonna, lucky if it's only ten if years. You, you're you're lucky if I only do that today because you got you have months and months and months and years of that for me. That's why I wanted Patrick Mahomes to lose. Well, I was not looking forward to that if he did. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. We talked about the refs. Can you handle how the Chiefs won? Because I think a lot of Patriots fans say that's what bothered them. A lot of football fans say that's what bothered them. Arkan mentioned we got robbed of a great ending. You guys continue to weigh in on that. Uh, the first hour of Jones and Mego, by the way, brought to you by Arbella Insurance. Here for good. 
I just want to close the loop on my point real quick about how if the, the refs never threw the flag there, it's no guarantee the Eagles were going to score. The Eagles scoring drives all night took forever. Yeah. They took forever. They had which, the one the one quick looked, strike one to, to A.J. Brown. in the first half. Because you're, going, you're oh. going, oh, okay. They're yeah. keeping Patrick Mahomes off the field. And yeah. I acknowledge it was probably by design. Like, I acknowledge if the Eagles wanted to go faster, they probably could have. But their scoring drives last night were 11 plays, 75 yards, 451. Five plays, 62 yards, 232. I didn't write it down, but I believe that was the A.J. Brown touchdown drive. That was, yeah. Uh, 12 plays, 75 yards, 719. <laughs> 17 plays, 60 yards. This is a field goal. 745. And then eight plays, 75 yards, 407 when they needed it, the touchdown of the two-point conversion. And they went conversion. in tempo there. And they did. Yeah. So, again, I'm not saying the Eagles couldn't do it. And I'm not saying the Eagles could have won, I guess. I mean, if the, the Chiefs left them more time, the, the Chiefs kick a field goal. The Eagles have, what would it have been, Arkan? A minute 35? I think it was 40? like a minute 40, yeah. Okay, a minute 40 plus a timeout. The Eagles could have done it. I'm just telling you, they didn't do that all night. In fact, their field goal drive took them almost eight minutes, 17 plays. So they didn't do it all night long. To act like the Eagles were automatically going to score if the refs made the call there. I just, I don't agree with that. I don't think it's right. I don't know what the proof is. No, I I agree with you. I I also think that people around this region think back to the way that, you know, the Seahawks Patriots Super Bowl ended. And it's like, they felt robbed of that, Mm -hmm. of seeing somebody march down the field, go up tempo, try to send it into extra time and didn't get it. Instead, we got to see them bleed the clock out and then kick a short field goal. And you it's know not, it's not fun. And it's you know, anticlimactic. I get it from Patriots fans too, because the Patriots never got calls over the years, <laughs> ever. It you know never I mean? happened. I understand. They didn't why, even make a big thirty for thirty about one either. I understand why you'd have like a big issue with the refs because it's not like Patriots fans ever got every single call ever. It's not like that happened to the Patriots and that team and this fan base. You didn't have twenty years of advantageous officiating. That's not you. So I get why you you have your backs up about the refs. Can you handle how the Chiefs won? We'll get to Mahomes and his legacy. I've already tipped my hand on that. We'll get to our uh, top five all-time quarterback rankings as well. But let's start it off with Dan uh, in Rhode Island. Go ahead, Dan. Yes, how you doing? First-time caller. Um, I wanted to know who was the play caller for the uh, Chiefs that sent in the plays that got the 17 points for them. Uh, Andy Reid, why? Well, if you think about the game on the plays where they scored a touchdown where the wide receiver came in. He came into the tight end and went back out. Yes. He was wide open because there was no Philly defense. Okay, I, I so, guess I, uh, I, I guess I, are you saying Reed had a bigger impact than Mahomes? Is that your point? Well, no. Reed was work made Mahomes what he is because That's foolish. That's I'm foolish. Not, I'm not going to go that. We're going to get we're going to get to Andy Reed because we do disagree we, we, on we his do night. We disagree. But Andy Reid made Patrick Mahomes, please. That's Come on. crazy. Andy Reid, I think, is a good coach. He made a Super Bowl with Donovan McNabb. Andy Reid made five straight NFC t- championship games, I believe. He's now made five straight AFC championship games. He yep. made a Super Bowl with Donovan McNabb, who wasn't even in shape enough to not puke all over himself. He made an AFC championship game with Alex Smith. He at least made the playoffs routinely with Alex Smith. He made the playoffs with Mike Vick. And not like Atlanta Mike Vick, like post-prison Mike Vick. <laughs> So, look, Andy Reid is a very good, great all-time coach. He didn't make Patrick Mahomes what he is. No. Patrick, Patrick Mahomes is, despite his Muppet voice, is incredible and could play under, and Patricia could have coached Patrick Mahomes to a deep playoff run. Yeah, I don't know about a Super Bowl, but a deep playoff run. 
past the first You're round. You're damn right I could have. <laughs> maybe We would have been the next best Matt, thing. If Matt Patricia inherited Patrick Mahomes, he might have been able to win a he might have been able to win a <laughs> no, Super Bowl. Might I don't have. Know. Might have. I don't know. I feel like Patrick Mahomes would have killed him. Mahomes yeah, is great. This you know, great observations. Mahomes is that good. So <laughs> I'm that's, not sure Mahomes has the No, I'm that, that good. <laughs> Uh, let's go to Brian. That's such a stupid conversation. I hope we don't have it for the rest of the show. Let's go to Brian. What is Mar- what is Marsh Vegas? Marshfield? Yeah, Marsh Vegas. Marshfield. Marshfield. Excuse me. Go ahead, Brian. Yes, I want to talk about the, the penalty there, the holding. I, I believe that's the only holding penalty in the, the whole second half, and they decided the to game. call it that. The yes. Whole, what, yeah, the whole game. It was the only defense, to, defensive holding, yes. And, and we... You watched it. There was lots of holding going on out there. Yeah, like, I, I, I always find this to be amusing. And, and you said this earlier, Mego, and I guess it's, it's, it's a fair point. Like, well, you need the refs to be consistent. But, like, I also don't necessarily believe that. I want them to call things a little differently in big spots. I, w- I would have liked if they kept the flag in their pocket there. I would have liked that. That would have been consistent, It though. was a weak flag. Well, yes, but you don't always want consistency. Because, like, what they call as a penalty in the first quarter, I may not want them calling in the fourth quarter. So I don't always want consistency is my point. Last night, that would have been consistent. But, no, it's the first one they threw. Was it a penalty? Yes or no? Did he grab his jersey? Yes or no? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I just, to me, fine. So they missed the other ones. My problem wouldn't be with that one. My problem would be with the other ones, I guess, is my point. Yeah, and that that's where I'm saying consistency. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, it, it, they're going to hold more. You're going to, what what they're letting you get away with, you're going to push the envelope on. So if you're getting away with holding the entire game, and it comes down to, towards the end of the game, a huge drive, you're probably going to hold. And it's a very minimal hold. I mean, we're not talking about like something that's extremely flagrant. I'd argue the Eagles should have held more. Hold more, <laughs> grab jerseys more. Maybe they don't throw the flag there Horse if you did color. it more. Why yep. not? It's on, it's on you, Philly. You should have done more of it. Uh, if you're watching Jones and Mego and Arcan, you can watch on Twitch or YouTube. Find WEEI at twitch.tv or youtube.com. Join the conversation in the chats there. Also, if you missed anything, you can check out our WEEI YouTube channel and catch our exclusive interviews and top moments from each and every show. And if you're following along on Twitch right now, uh, you can see we're going to put up a couple of graphics here, Ezekiel, if we could. Uh, give me Patrick Mahomes through age 27. If I can see Patrick Mahomes through age 27 and what the man has accomplished to this point, because it is impressive it's eye-opening he's a two-time super bowl champ he is a two-time super bowl mvp he's a two-time mvp he's also won 80 percent of his regular season games 64 and 16 it's pretty good he's 11 and 3 in the postseason which i did the math on i'm trying to remember his uh winning percentage there but it's good it's good uh let's see tom brady now through age 27 if we can uh and remember both mahomes and brady in their rookie seasons did not start you know Mahomes had one start at the end of the year uh if we can see Brady here Brady won three Super Bowls Brady was a two-time Super Bowl MVP uh he did not uh win an NFL MVP he was 48 and 14 774 so a lower winning percentage in the regular season he was perfect in the playoffs 9 and 0 he'd actually go on to make it 10 and 0 uh in 2005 in the postseason before finally losing in Denver so here's what I would say apples to apples Mahomes is right there with Brady. He's been to as many Super Bowls at the same age as Tom Brady. He hasn't won as many, but Mahomes and Brady had both been to three Super Bowls at this point. Brady won three. Mahomes won two. Mahomes lost to Brady, if you want to add that to the mix as well. But to this point in their careers, Mahomes is right there. And I would say Mahomes was better at this point in his career 
Mahomes was a better quarterback. Brady might have been a better big game quarterback, and I think you have to give that to Brady. Although you can go back and look at his game logs, it really wasn't until the Carolina Super Bowl that Brady had a great game. So I wouldn't hold Mahomes and his night last night against him. He had three touchdown passes, which took Brady forever to do in his postseason career. He had a 132 quarterback rating last night. I think Brady only topped that twice in the postseason. So you can look at the 180 yards and hold that against Mahomes. Like, Mahomes at this point is a better quarterback than Brady was at age 27. I'd say Brady was a better big game quarterback. And that's... That's really the difference between the two. I think the bigger difference is that Mahomes is naturally more gifted. Oh, and for there, sure. I mean, look, there's this narrative, I think, that has come out at this point, and some of it might be rewriting history, that Brady didn't have a big arm, like a naturally big arm, and he definitely improved his arm strength. But I'm not saying that Brady wasn't physically gifted at all as an elite quarterback back in his first three Super Bowls. Right. Like, he is more athletic than people, I think, give him credit for because when they think of early Brady, they think back to, like, 2010 Brady at yeah, this point because that was that long ago. And he was managed by the coaching staff. Right, you know, he right. was, uh, it wasn't even about his talent so, necessarily. He was managed. The, the Chiefs don't manage Mahomes is, at all. They let him sling it. This is where I look at it, and I if, I, if we're pushing it forward, saying, does Mahomes have an actual case of catching Brady, of challenging Brady? It's going to be about the longevity. And that's where I think it's going to be pretty different unless Mahomes really changes the way that he plays, at least, you know, for some of the games, some of the season, saving himself for the playoffs in some kind of way, or his own coaching staff in the way that Andy Reid did last night. Now, depending on how injured you think his ankle was, the pivot that Reid made in the second half to put much more of it on the running game and just ask Patrick Mahomes to still be great but be more accurate and not turn the ball over. I mean, that was kind of Patriot-like. Can I can I hear from Andy Reid? He, uh, he went on a podcast with Peter King, and we're going to play more of this because this is spectacular audio. But I want to hear from Andy Reid just talking about Mahomes and his toughness because this is another similarity. You know, Brady played through a high ankle sprain in his first Super Bowl. He was knocked out of the AFC title game against Pittsburgh. He came back the next week and beat the Rams. Not a great statistical game for Brady, but he put together a big drive at the end of the game. The toughness between Mahomes and Brady is is very, very similar. Here's what was going on at halftime. You have Patrick with his ankle bad again. And so, like, what happened with him at halftime? Yeah, so these things, you tweak these things, and then we just needed time. We needed time for it to settle down. And most guys probably wouldn't have come back in. I mean, they just wouldn't have done that. But he... Um, and he's a tough kid, man. He's just so mentally tough. He's done that with this whole thing. Just uh, now he's handling Yeah. He's uh, dirty tough. He's dirty tough, mm. which I guess is a compliment. Hey. I, uh, yeah. I've never been called that in my life. I'm not, I'm not regular tough. Never mind dirty tough. But when it comes to, to Mahomes, I think Patriots fans have to start acknowledging he played through an injury in both his Super Bowl championships. Like, you have to acknowledge there is a toughness factor with Mahomes. Maybe his play will get him hurt. Mego, to your That's point. That's what I'm talking about. And maybe there won't be longevity. Because but what matters above anything else? Well, unless you're Troy Aikman. When we're comparing these, and we'll go to our top five list, what, what trumps all? Champion, unless you're Troy Aikman. Championships. Yeah. Yeah, unless you're Aikman or Bradshaw. I, I didn't love Bradshaw's uh, career either. But, yeah, championships. So you like Bradshaw's commentary last night. <laughs> hey, waddle over here, you big sack of lard. Have a cheeseburger on us. <laughs> so, I, uh, look, I, I just think when it comes to Mahomes, he's going to play through injury. And we've learned that about him. Now, maybe there will be injuries he can't play through like Brady in 2008. But by and large, Mahomes is going to be out there. Uh, we've teased it. Let's get to these top fives. You can follow along on Twitch. Ezekiel's done a great job 
putting together the graphics. Mego, you're up first. Your top five all-time quarterbacks. Okay, my top five going one to five is Brady, Montana, Manning, Elway, and then this is my Bill Russell insertion here, uh, Unitas. Unitas. Okay, we all remember Johnny U. We all remember watching <laughs> I mean, Johnny U in our youth. Back when I was a little. These little two, Ryan, one. they make fun of me for my, my DiMaggio hitting streak take last week. Johnny U. Oh, yeah, I remember him. Oh, he had a flat top like you read about. You could never beat Johnny U in the big game. You could never do it. You could set your watch to. <laughs> <laughs> I will argue, and you can mock it, I think, but you're also a, apparently a closet Unitas fan. What's I got your, Johnny U in there, What's too? your top five? I got him fourth. It's uh, it's very similar. I have Brady, Montana, Manning, Johnny, and then Patrick Mahomes as my fifth. Um, I think you have to stick with Unitas here. He played in the Dark you Ages. you got to. I don't Four have titles, to do that. Four titles, three MVPs. He was an eight-time All-Pro, and he revolutionized the position. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he had records that held up for 50 years, too. Yeah, he, so it wasn't like, you know, all these other quarterbacks just... Uh, bro. You know when they were set? Before the Super Bowl era, for the most part. Some of them, yeah. Most of them. Not all of them, but Mo- either way, they I held up say, for 50 years. I, I, hey, I, open your ears. I didn't say all. I said most. Most of them I, were set... Prior to then, I know you're back in Johnny Unitas' time and you need hearing aids, but I just uh, listen to what <laughs> I'm saying. One more time there, Sonny. <laughs> listen to what I'm saying. Johnny he Unitas. has a face like a chestnut. I don't care about the NFL and pro football prior to the Super Bowl era. I just don't. That's it. There's a reason. There's a line of demarcation. It's an easy one. Super Bowl won. Anything before it, I don't count. Here's my top five. Brady, duh, number one. Montana, duh, number two. I have Manning over Elway. I think they have to be three and four. We actually all have Manning over Elway. Arkan kind of hates Elway. He didn't have Elway in his top five. I had Mahomes pushing him out. Yeah, if anybody, you know, since I'm keeping Unitas, he might bump up to fourth. I, like, I might rearrange so that I have Unitas fourth and Elway fifth. Don't do that to me. I might. Don't do that just to spite because me. Because then I might have Mahomes. I feel like if Mahomes is closest to anybody, it's Elway. Okay, Knocking that's off Elway. That's fine. Arkan has him over Elway, and I don't think that's an unreasonable argument. I have Mahomes five. I told you last week I would put Mahomes five if he won. He won, so he's there. You don't have Mahomes in your top five. Why? He no. just hasn't done it long enough? Exactly. It's so it's so early. He I think he will be. He will be in my personal list. Listen, if he plays his cards right, yeah. he's gonna get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Don't worry, Patrick. But just not today. Okay. And that's fine. Like I don't have him one. I just have him in the top five. He's nowhere near Brady I almost, yet. I almost tried to really piss you off and put Troy Aikman in the top five <laughs> and say, Well, you said Super Bowls matter above I, all. I would have respected it. If you just dug in your heels, I really yeah. honestly would have I would have respected it. Just cling to a little morsel and just defend it till till the, the ever loving death. Off. I I, I would have I would have respected it. But no, Mahomes is there for me. Two Super Bowls, two MVPs, and my retort to people who say he didn't do it long enough. Barry Sanders is the greatest running back of all time. Barry Sanders never won a Super Bowl. He's an MVP, but he didn't win multiple MVPs. Barry Sanders had a short career, is my point. Mahomes' career is shorter. You know, Terrell Davis is an all-time great. Not the greatest running back of all time. Short shelf life. MVP, couple but of Super Bowls. that's also the position, especially the okay, position. Then. Fine, you know. That's indicative of that position. Fine. You, uh, a lot of people like Roger Staubach, if we want to go back in the day. Roger Staubach had a short career. You know, less than 10 How years. How come he doesn't get the music? He won that? two Super Bowls. So, you know, I, I just... I, I, I was would... too busy looking up Johnny United's stats going, <laughs> oh, wow, in 1959, he won an MVP yeah, with 2,900 and, passing yards. And stamps cost a nickel. So, you know, I mean, that's, that's what it was. He had 78 concussions. He just season. eked out Charlie Connerly for the New York and Giants, up. who threw for, oh, 1,706 yards and 14 and touchdowns. The, and the milkman would bring the milk right to your house. It was the greatest. Johnny Unitas. I'd say put it in the icebox, Clarence. <laughs> 
Uh, so Keep anyway. it down. I'm trying to watch Abbott and Costello. That's my right. Your Johnny United song. What's this new deal the president's talking about? <laughs> That's my retort. He's got another fireside chat coming up. I, uh, you know, I don't. Uh, that's my retort to, to a short shelf life. Terrell Davis, Barry Sanders, Calvin Johnson, maybe even Staubach, players like this. I don't need the longevity because he was so dominant. Why do you have Elway ahead of Mahomes? I give, so this is where now I'm going to backtrack a little bit. I do because they're so close. Be honest. I give, I give El, Elway it's gets some longevity there. And Elway, Elway went to five? Yeah, and he so, lost most of them. Okay, but he went to a bunch so like I don't, I don't. Mahomes know. passed him for MVPs already. I know he did, but yeah. but again, Elway went to five. I I don't shortchange that. Like Elway got to that game a ton. He did not always win, but he got there a ton. I don't, Most of the time he didn't. I don't hold the finals losses against LeBron. LeBron dragging the Cavs uh, to the through the Detroit Pistons in two thousand whatever it was six. Like that was awesome. I don't hold that against LeBron. People around here used to say we don't hold the Super Bowl losses against Brady. I'm not going to hold them against Elway. But Mahomes has the same amount of Super Bowls as Elway. I understand. So the problem is he hasn't lost enough? Elway went to two more than him. And lost. I understand. So Mahomes hasn't lost enough. But Mahomes Mahomes has lost in the AFC title game before when That's Elway true. was getting to Super Bowls. Uh, Russ is in Warwick. Go ahead, Russ. Hi. How are you doing, guys? Hi, uh, Russ. Hey, Russ. Hey, and ladies, excuse me. Um, I just wanted to bring up a point that um, there's not a lot of quarterbacks out there that have actually played with uh, injuries. A lot of them are you know, kind of wussy. Um, yep. yep. But, Who could you, know, you be Tom talking Brady about? Played with a broken thumb. Uh, well, Tom Brady played with a broken thumb, and Mahomes went out there with an ankle injury that looked pretty devastating. Um, you know, I never really liked the Chiefs, but I do like Mahomes, and uh, I think he's got the mental toughness. At bare minimum, fans have to give Mahomes that. You can yeah. say you can say the league is in the bag for the Chiefs or whatever conspiracy theory you want to work up. You have to give Mahomes the toughness. As long as you... I and mean, you have to respect that about him because we always talked about it with Brady. Depending on how hurt you think the ankle was. Do I have to? Yes. Do I have... Is it wrong he for me to think Mahomes may have been playing game. up that injury so, a little yes. bit? Look, look, he, is it wrong for me to Thank think that? Because no. I do think no. that. I, I do think, think that. that too. He might have embellished it. he's playing it up. He might have embellished it, but... You know, Why? <laughs> but I think he so didn't, too. He didn't embellish it like, oh, a certain number 10 here in New England who needed people to carry him off the field. True. So, no, I, I respect it. Mahomes had the same injury as Mac, and Mahomes didn't miss any time. 617-779-7937. We'll continue with all your feedback. I do want to get to Andy Reid and what he accomplished, and we can also have some more fun with his interview with Peter King. What were, what were some of Andy Reid's play calls? You know they had to be food-related. Let's get to this next. When you look at the way Patrick Mahomes was playing, when you look at the play calling, particularly with the whip routes, not on one but two occasions that Andy Reid called along with Eric Bieniemy. when you look at the Philadelphia Eagles in man-to-man coverage when clearly you should have been in the zone and whatever, we can point to a lot of things, but in the end, it comes down to Andy Reid being the superior coach to Nick Sirianni in the second half and Patrick Mahomes being that superstar that he is that everybody in the NFL is looking up to. Stephen A. Smith on first take, I believe live from Arizona earlier today. Adam Jones, Megan Adelini, Christian Arcan, first hour of Jones and Mego brought to you by Arbella Insurance here for good. We'll get to your phone calls, 617-779-7937. And you can weigh in on the coaching last night. I... I put this in our Slack channel today, and I <laughs> this is crazy. I guess me. I didn't expect pushback, but this is how my brain works sometimes. Mego, I'm like, well, everybody must agree with me. 
I'm such a smart, well-reasoned person. Everybody must agree with me. I just threw this in there as one of the first things I said post-Super Bowl this morning when my uh, my sister-in-law was at the house while her husky was running around wild and my dog was running around wild and my kid was up at like 5.15. I'm like, well, let me start responding to this thing. And I said, I thought Andy Reid had a bad game last night. And I didn't really even think it was that controversial. I hated that he went for that field goal in the first half. I was going, why are you kicking this thing? Why are you kicking this? Why are you kicking? And even if he made the field goal, I would have thought it was dumb. Then they missed the field goal to boot. Why are you kicking it? And I thought it was beyond a no-brainer to go for two when the Chiefs went up by seven. You go for two, you get it. Nine-point game. You go for two, you don't get it. Still seven-point game. And now it's up to Nick Sirianni with the Super Bowl on the line to go for two, which he wasn't going to do. So I thought Reed had a couple of massive mistakes last night. But like most coaches in the NFL, it's not really about their game plan or anything. You get bailed out or you don't get bailed out by your quarterback. And he's got a top five all-time quarterback. I thought Mahomes bailed him out. But you saw it differently, Megan. I totally saw it differently. Look, yeah, brain farts early. But so often well, with the Well, the two-point conversion was not early. That was Okay, I, I'm talking more about the kick. The field goal, yeah. Uh, but then they come out of that weird long halftime that we're going to talk about later in the show. We will get to the halftime performance. Oh, yeah. But very long can halftime. I just, can I just tell the people, Mego has an absolute blade. <laughs> no, I'm not saying this on air. Oh, she has. She, oh, you have to now. She has no. the hottest, the no. hottest take, the hottest conspiracy theory on Rihanna's halftime show. Oh, I can't wait to theory. hear because I didn't get it's to hear It's a gross theory. The I'm not, it's not oh, for air. Oh, it's gross. It's I speak for the air. audience and I can't wait to hear Megan talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but back to the football. Um, yeah, they come out of a long halftime, down 10. I think that the players, to their credit, incredibly composed. I do think some of that comes from the coaching staff. You might feel like it's all self-empowered from the players in yep, the locker room. I do. But the plan, the adjustments that they made on both sides of the ball, I was very impressed by. Um, because we see a lot of teams who don't make those adjustments at halftime in the Super Bowl, get rattled by the weird halftime. They looked very much like the team who had been there before, even though the Eagles had all the momentum in that game. And the decision to run the ball 19 times in the second half and only have Mahomes attempt 14 passes, and Mahomes was great. So you could have put more on him. And instead it was, okay, you know, let's see what little Pacheco can do again. Can't believe that this is not one of Belichick's kids. How'd Bill miss our guy? Seventh round coming out of Rutgers. Uh-huh. Uh, the two, the two uh, motions that he called the jet motions that led to the two touchdowns, a.k.a. Corn Cob. How are you going to hate on Corn Cob? Corn Dog. Corn, no, it's Corn, it's corn Dog. Corn Dog. Oh, I like Corn Cob better. <laughs> Corn Cob is like that dumb show you like, right, Arcan? Hmm? Corn, That's Corn I think Cob? you should leave. Corn Cob TV, which is yes, not, yes, yes, which course. is not, which is not a dumb show. It, it's it's a an great incredibly show. dumb show. It's, it's a, girls hate okay. that. It's a show. Tremendous show. Yeah. But There's anyway, like two funny skits. Arcan, did Reed have a bad night? Um, uh, he's a great, he's a great coach. By the way, I'm not dumping on Andy Reed and like what he's. You're going to take down the legend of Corn Dog. Andy Reed had a. I thought he had a bad night. I think that he had a couple of mistakes, but not over the top for Andy Reid in particular, not <laughs> over the top mistakes for him. And I thought he was so much better than Sirianni. Sirianni in that uh, third and fourth quarter was making decisions that I thought were crazy. The way he burned those timeouts, I couldn't believe what I was seeing with those. Couldn't get um, the, He had to delay a game, and he took a timeout to avoid a delay a game. Yes. Yeah, yep. and I, I'm watching that going, well, stick with your play. If you want to reserve your timeouts, then take another delay. But he started calling timeouts then, was uh, burning through them, and I was watching that going, man, that's... That's like some Andy Reid stuff right what? there. That's what it looked like to me. What so happened? I think Reid was better. I think he outcoached Sirianni. What happened when they got to delay a game, by the way? Did Jalen Hurts stomp around and yell at the camera? 
when they got to delay a game, did Jalen Hurts like MF the sideline or did Jalen Hurts just run another play? I think Jalen Hurts respects his coach because oh, J- they got him to the Super Bowl. Oh, so Jalen Hurts just ran another play and he was mature about it. He didn't MF his coaches? Hey. Yeah, it was almost like they were a functional team all year. Interesting. Well, maybe maybe it's because, you know, the the, the quarterback wasn't popping off. But uh, I digress. No, it was other stuff. It was a, it was an it, it was an itch to scratch, but that's interesting. I thought when when they don't get the play call in in time, you just get to yell at your coaches. That's what I learned by watching the Patriots last year. Let's hear a couple of things. Peter King, this interview was great. Peter King sat down with Andy Reid in the aftermath of them winning the Super Bowl and did a podcast. Let's hear. Uh, his, Sounds like they're in the men's room. Oh, uh, it's, it's very echoey, but it's still, <laughs> guys like opening the door. It's still worth playing. Here is Andy Reid on the play calls, which he even acknowledges. One is Patrick Mahomes, not so much Andy Reid. call this the legend of Corndog? Well, it's the second clip. We got two clips okay. coming up for you. So the first one is uh, on the touchdowns, uh, Kadarius Tony and Sky Moore. I was just shocked that they, they I, I don't want to say fell for it, but they did fall for it again. Yeah, well, I mean, listen, it's a, it, that's a tough thing. You're playing man coverage. And, uh, it's, a, it's a good play versus that, and uh, we hit it right. When you practice this during the week, were you pretty sure you were going to run it? Yeah, it was, in the game? it was ranked high, yeah. It was ranked yeah, high. Yeah. Were you sure you were going to run it twice? Even though it wasn't exactly the same play? <laughs> uh, yeah, because the other one was ranked high, too. So it was. It was in the pass area. But we only had a couple runs in the you know in the goal line area, short yardage area. Uh, and, and so that was... Uh, that was one of the favorites. So I found that interesting because Andy Reid is now revealing his game plan to Peter King, who just can't get over that they were different play calls. Peter King is just locked on that it's a different play call. And so Andy Reid, in a separate portion, mentions that, well, one was an, an RPO, and Mahomes got us into the pass play when it was designed to be a run. So Peter King is just obsessed. He can't get past that they're different play calls, so he just keeps hammering away at Andy Reid, and they stumble into the name of the play. It's not the Philly special. It's not Corn Cobb. What is it? Yeah, I'm gonna give you a name for it. All right? yeah. yeah, it's called corn dog. So it's called what? Corn dog. It's not called corn dog. Corn dog. Oh, yeah, is it called corn dog? <laughs> nothing better than a good corn dog with some mustard and, and uh, ketchup. Time out. I love. I just love Peter Carey's like. It's not. It's not called corn dog. Oh, you bet your rosy red. I'm trying to conduct serious dog. business over here, Coach. <laughs> it's not called corn dog. No, I'm, it's corn dog. Listen, to write a reason, don't overthink uh, it. The reason this is called corn dog is our colors are ketchup and mustard. <laughs> and when I look at you boys run this play, it makes me hungry. I'm trying to write a thousand words about some barista who pissed me off at a Starbucks, and you're 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 stooping to the level of calling a great football play an all-time play corn dog. Keep going. Oh, yeah, so is it called corn dog? There's nothing better than a good corn dog with some mustard <laughs> and uh, ketchup. But he doesn't step into the huddle and say corn dog. Oh no, he says. What don't you get? He does. Yeah. What else does he say? Right. He gives a formation and then uh, he gives a, a run to it. But that—that's corn dog. All he'd have to say is corn dog, and it'd be over. Probably wouldn't need to say anything else. And everybody knows what is going to happen. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Now corn dog was not Sky Moore. Corndog is right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Sky Moore was a different, different one. Play. Yeah. Why did you call it Corndog? Well, my, just my told you. name then. Oh. Okay. Um. Corndog. I just love, I love, there's something about Andy Reid. I feel bad for even ripping him earlier. Come on, waddle over here. There's, <laughs> there's 
something about Andy Reid where he's just, he's very, I, I appreciate self-deprecating. People who can laugh at themselves. I appreciate that. Andy Reid is just naming play calls after his favorite foods. He and, doesn't step into the huddle and say corn dog. Oh, no, he says corn dog. Oh, no, he does. He calls it corn dog. That's what we call it. That's the play call, corn dog. Oh, and, call it corn dog. And he, does corn it, dog. he does it in that Muppet voice, so it's <laughs> extra funny. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You know, Bill, Bill Belichick isn't doing that. Uh, so I, I appreciated that peek behind the curtain once Peter King got it through his fat head that all of a sudden that's what they're calling the play. Like, I, it, it, it is, it's two different plays, and it is called Corn Dog, Peter yeah, King. Guess I what? You're going to make me sit here in a broom closet and answer your dumb questions when I should be off with my family? It's called Corn Dog, it's all not, right? It's not, Suck on it. It is called Corn Dog. It is. Yeah, is it called Corn Dog? It is. Yes. A good Corn Dog with some mustard and, and uh, ketchup. <laughs> Six one seven 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 nine seven nine. Catch up, Andy. Really? Yes. Oh, of course. Don't yeah. even get me. Don't even get me started on that, Arkan. Yeah. That's a whole other separate debate, probably for like July. Uh, we'll uh, we'll get to uh, all your thoughts on this. A lot of you lingering on our top five quarterback list. How Mahomes stacks up against Brady? Why Plus, did you call it corn dog? Plus, how do we spin it forward to the Patriots? How do they stack up in the AFC? Do they belong on the same field as the two, these two teams last night? We'll do that next.